Hey, my normies and non-normies, how are you guys doing today? I hope that everybody finds themselves well. It is 3.28 in the afternoon. I am so sorry. I did it again. It's 4.18 in the afternoon on March 28th. It's a neurological thing. I apologize, you guys. Plus, I was listening to myself in the headphones because I wanted to make sure that the headphones actually were working. So I threw myself off. My apologies for that. But topic, parenting and mental illness. Let's vibe and chit-chat. I know I did the same thing the last time except I had the triggers, but... sorry you guys i know this is a live show i completely apologize but again my kids do forget that i do these things and that they have to take into consideration that i'm working and instead of respecting it they just kind of forget making my life a lot harder and again proving my point that parenting is very difficult and i can go into another room if i had the luxury of having my own place and being able to do so but i don't motel that we live in I don't have that luxury of doing so so I just have to push on with what I have I already don't feel well but it is my day to post I believe so so here I am showing up not feeling well not feeling 100% but I'm here I am here and I'm here live instead of recording because I decided I'm going to keep stepping out my comfort zone and I'm going to keep giving my best no matter what it is and I'm going to be here for whoever it is that needs me to be here I will be here and I'm going to show out and be my best I'm going to do my best to be my best but parenting let's talk about parenting so let's 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 touch a little basis when it comes on parenting. So it doesn't matter how many kids you have. You can have one, you can have two, um, whatever the case may be, they can bump heads, whatever. I have three. And I can definitely say it has been a challenge. Each one is different for me when it comes to parenting. Each one I parent, I have to parent different. What I've done for one may not work for the next one. Um I noticed that, well, honestly, in my situation, I can say that what I've done for one, I cannot do for the next one, um, because I do have two high-functioning autistic children, and I have one that, as of yet, has not been showing anything, so she basically is our normal child, our child that does not have any symptoms so far, except for she's a Gemini, hard-headed and just very difficult, um... But she is the happy baby when she wants to be. She's the happy one. Um, but parenting can be very difficult. And when you have mental illness, it can whew, it can be very challenging. Very, very challenging. Because you're already struggling to keep yourself together. You're already struggling to find the glue that's going to keep you um, together. Um, so then you have to add on the fact that you have a little person counting on you to direct them in the right direction, counting on you to parent them, counting on you to be there for them. And how are you supposed to do that when you can barely be there for yourself sometimes? 
pounds. And how are you supposed to do that when you can barely show up as your best self for yourself? And that's the thing. As a parent, you kind of have no choice. You know, you can't just let your depression take over and then lock yourself in a room all day. Don't get me wrong, you can. You know, you can. Some people have done it, but then you're leaving that child to raise themselves. Then you're leaving that child to deal with everything on their own. And how is that parenting that kind of really is not parenting? You're kind of leaving a child to be their own parent and that's not going to work too well, per se. So, um, but yeah, parenting is one of those things that like I said before, it's a really heavy topic. It can go either way. It's a a heavy topic on its own. You know, there's so many things and so many techniques and so many different ways of parenting. And some people believe in timeouts. Some people don't believe in timeouts. Some people believe in schedule. Some people believe in non-schedule. Like, hey, for example, you guys are being loud, please. Some people believe in like let's put example on my pod. Let me take a second to regroup. I said I already don't feel good, and these kids are already throwing me off. Okay, I can do this. All right, when it comes to an infant, uh, some doctors tell you that you should put a baby on a schedule, on a feeding schedule, on a napping schedule, on a schedule all across the board. Uh, some parents choose not to have a schedule. They choose to go based on the child's schedule. Uh, see me, my situation, I didn't have a schedule. I breastfed all three of my kids, so I pretty much went based on when my boobies told me, hey, we're a little too full right now. Uh, would you like to empty us? Or when my child told me they were hungry. So if my child decided that they were hungry, obviously I'm going to feed them. If my boobies were a little too full and my child was not hungry, then I was pumping the milk out and I was leaving it for when they were hungry. But I didn't do a schedule. I was the mom that I was always home, you know, for the first few months. So I based my schedule off of my child. I didn't feel the need to manipulate, I guess, my child's schedule, even though that I'm not saying that that's what it is. But in my eyes, it was. But I think it's because of my upbringing. Um, so I am a firm believer that a person's parenting is based on their upbringing and how they were brought up. And if you had a bad upbringing, I do believe that some parents tend to do the opposite of what they had. If you had a good childhood and you had a good, you know, upbringing and a good family, then I do believe that you tend to do that with your kids because you had a perfect example. So with me, I didn't have the best example in the world, and I really don't know what was done with me, honestly, when I was younger. I'm not sure which route uh, the woman went, to be honest. I don't think I was breastfed. I I was bottle-fed. But I don't know which route she went, so I know for a fact that I, personally, went by my kid's schedule. I did it with all three of them. I felt that this was the best way to go. I felt that it was better for me to go based on what their needs were. Kind of the same thing that I did when I was pregnant, if I'm not being completely honest. Uh, what else can I say? Well, that's not mine. 
bear with me for one second. I'm trying to share the podcast because I would love for people to come and participate. It'd be awesome, don't you think? Like, I'm always here on my own talking. And it's like, geez, is anybody ever going to come and talk with me? Hashtags on here, some mental health, uh, mental, mental, if I can spell right, mental, oh my god, look, I learned how to spell sometime within this century, mental health, I'm in the comfort of the bed, I'm literally, when I tell you guys, I'm in excruciating pain. Like, it has been unbearable all day. I've been taking the seminars and working from the bed, just point blank period. It's just been excruciating pain. I have no Mary Jane, so that's just like another non-added on bonus. Um... Oh, wait, I'm so way past the, oh, never mind, what am I doing? Here we go, Lynette, pay attention. Tweet it. Alright, let me get a little more comfortable. So yes, parenting and mental illness. It's a tricky topic for me. See... Parenting altogether is a trippy, t- trippy, trippy, tricky topic for me. I didn't have the best example when it came to my ecto. Um, I never saw my grandmother parent my uncles and my mom, so I couldn't say I could use her as an example. Um, I did watch my uncle, I mean my aunt and uncles, you know, parent. Um, I can say they were kind of pretty cool about it the way they parented compared to how I was parented. Um, honestly, I was jealous of my cousins and them because they definitely had it better than I did. And I don't even think they realized how much better they had it than I did. But whatever. Which is probably why they don't understand to this day like what's going on because they had it way better than me. Way better. Now, back to what I was saying about the whole schedule thing. I'm getting myself sidetracked here because I'm really trying to post this. Uh, I really want to post this. I want to get some of my listeners up here with me. Where is my phone? Where's my phone? Found it. I am all over the place. I wish that I was not. Oh my god, that voice sounded so horrible. You guys are gonna be like, oh my god, she sounds horrible. Why would she torture my ears like that? Sorry, I didn't mean it. I was only trying to, you know, entertain you guys while I do this because Podbean doesn't really have you, like, you know. Podbean doesn't have you, like, you know. Um, 
Panginoon. Um, uh, advertise this prior to. You're supposed to be advertising while you're doing this. I'm a good multitasker up to a certain extent. After that, it's a wrap. I'm coming, I'm coming. I promise you I'm coming. I'm just gonna give me one more second. I'm all yours. What is the name of my story again? Shop on me. I can't believe I just asked you guys that. Isn't that hilarious? Like y'all really gonna be able to sit here and tell me right now when ain't nobody even listening to me. Oh, that is so funny. is like hilarious all right let's post why is it not letting me post oh it did post it oh sweet okay awesome i did it i did it i did it sometimes i don't feel like putting a label on these because i just want to talk like but i know that in order to get people to come on to the show you gotta put in like an amazing seo that's gonna get people to come in and be like oh snap you know let me pay attention to this but I don't want to do that like sometimes I just want to sit here and I just want to talk like I just want to be able to just brain dump and have somebody come on and brain dump with me and have like an amazing conversation about like parenting and mental illness you know how bomb that would be like it'd be so amazing if I could really have like a bomb ass discussion with somebody especially when it comes to how they parent and if they have mental illness because I would love to be able to see how somebody else's household looks like besides mine because sometimes I feel like mine is just so chaotically crazy and then other days I know it's not but I feel like out of seven days out of the week probably five so far now let me let me rephrase that in the past hmm can we say maybe okay okay right now i can say five four days out of the week is probably chaotically crazy and it's because of the three-year-old because of stank stank has a, a really unique personality and she's very confident in herself and i love that about her but she becomes sometimes a little too much and doesn't want to sometimes listen um in the past, before Stank was, before Stank was thought of, before Stank was conceived, my household wasn't as chaotic, I guess you could say. But also, the family dynamic was different. We were not here in, you know, VA. We were back home in Connecticut. We had family. We had friends. You know, we had associates. We had a different lifestyle than we had now. We definitely weren't living in a motel. We had our own place. Um, the family dynamic was different. My kids got along a little bit different. The, the autistic ones, my high-functioning autistic kids, um, 
vibed differently, but I think it was also because my oldest was going through so much that the little one, who's the middle child now, the little one, he would fall back and he would let her have her time to go through her things because she's suicidal. So he would always, he would know when she was going through her stages. So he would kind of fall back and have his behavior like be as bare minimum as possible so that he wouldn't stress me out. And parenting wasn't as hard. Like it allowed me to work and still do what I had to do um, and be, you know, an amazing mom. I felt like I was an amazing mom back then. Now I feel like I'm a horrible mom is crazy because I'm with them 24-7 now and I feel like I'm a horrible mom now compared to what I was back then and they personally feel like I was a good mom back then too isn't that like ironically weird you would think that would be a better mom now that I'm constantly with them versus me working but I think it has more to do with the fact that since I'm slowly ending in a wheelchair and I'm losing my legs a little bit, um, well, not a little bit, but y'all know what I mean. So I'm losing my legs. I don't have that independence that I used to have. It's affecting me mentally and it's driving me insane. Well, you're the one that came on the bed. Sorry, you guys. Um, um, by me losing my legs it's driving me insane because I'm a very independent person like I need to do my things I need to be able to get up go to that doctor's appointment rally up my kids and go I need to be able to go to the grocery store when I need to I need to be able to get up and clean my house when it has to be cleaned I need to be able to put away things when I need to put away I have OCD as well which does not make life any easier so like I need things done a certain way and then it I, it triggers me and it puts me like in the worst mood ever when it's not so I don't have my independence like I used to and I feel like I'm like just not mom material anymore isn't that like ironic and I kind of feel like some days I look in the mirror and all I see is that woman that I don't want to be and I feel like I have become that woman all across the board the person that I was so hard not trying to be the person that I was so hard like staying away from is exactly who I feel like I've become and I don't want to be that person so that's why I say like parenting is a really heavy subject and mental illness is another heavy subject but when you combine both of them together it's really heavy because it can go any way like it can literally go any way you can wake up one morning and feel like you're on top of the world and you have everything in your favor and you have everything accomplished and let one of your kids wake up like it's the end of the world and boom your whole demeanor your whole aura everything just flips and it changes and that one child caused that whole thing to happen and that whole change transform and that whole thing to just switch your mind frame and it shouldn't even be that way but unfortunately it transpires because it's mental illness we can try our hardest to not let other people affect our mind frame but sometimes some things slip in the crack especially when it's in your household 
especially when it's you know the people that you love and it's those that you care about I'm sorry y'all I need to what days like this where the pain is unbearable my parenting is not the best i would raise my hand and be the first one to admit it like uh hi my name is lynette and on painful days oh lord help me i have like the worst parenting ever why because i'm in pain and i don't stop and think before i speak and that is not a good thing to do. But hey, I'm human. I try to catch myself. And if I do it after, like if I catch myself after it's happening, I do apologize because my kids are human. And I don't believe in that I'm the adult, you're the child, I'm always right, you're wrong. I don't, I, I don't operate that way. I personally don't. Because I look at kids as if they're adults in many bodies. Their bodies are just trying to catch up with the rest of them. If you really sit down with some kids, you can get some very good intellectual conversations out of them where you'd be like, wow, like amazed at how their their thought of process can be. Like, I I feel like I'm saying that wrong. The thought process that they have is like, way more advanced than what their age is and I learned that when I was working with my preschoolers and my toddlers I used to sit down and have intellectual conversations with my little people I've always been that way like I've always treated little people like mini adults I've always talked to them like they're mini adults because I feel like I know that it brings the vocabulary on I know that it it provides them with a, a stronger vocabulary sorry it's the teacher in me I'm guilty of that. Like, I still don't let that teacher piece go. Like, I still talk to my kids like adults, even my three-year-old. We will have, you know, adult conversations. I don't talk to her like a child, like a baby. Um, but that's, again, that's my preference. I know I'm supposed to be talking about parenting and mental illness, but honestly, I don't want to talk about that. I just want to talk. I mean, and this music just, it just makes me want to talk doesn't make me want to talk about the topic I kind of wish like, I could just delete the topic and write a whole other topic like ugh, I wish I could have just did a whole other topic now like who out there had amazing parents but is afraid to be a parent who out there didn't have amazing parents but want to become an amazing parent. I've seen this scenario in a lot of different people. I've seen people have amazing parents and didn't want to become any, did not want any children at all. And I've seen some people who didn't have the best parents in the world but wanted to become amazing parents. Just like I've seen people who didn't want kids at all because their parents were not the greatest. And I've seen people want to have kids because they want to have that unconditional love. Someone to unconditionally love them. And they feel like having a child brings that unconditional love to them. Why? I know I always wanted to have kids. And I think I always wanted to have kids for many different reasons. I did not have, obviously, 
you know what I'm saying, uh, that old dream, because I don't hear anybody talk about it before now anymore, but when I was growing up, everybody always had that dream of the White House with the picket fence and the dog and mom and dad and the kids, you know, everybody would grow up talking about getting married, having kids, like I said, the house, the white picket fence and the dog, the dream house, dream family, you know, the dream future, the dream sorry my headphones are falling um that dream that's everybody wanted to get married everybody wanted to have kids everybody wanted to have their pet and their house now you don't hear kids talk about none of these things not about a future nothing it's just all about shaking their bumps and tiktok and whatever the case may be but when i was growing up i wanted to be married i wanted to have a family I wanted to have that white picket fence. I wanted to have that dog. I wanted to have that house. I wanted to be the Huxtables. I wanted to be Growing Pains. And if you guys don't know what these shows are, then please go look them up. (coughs) I wanted to be Family Matters. I mean, I wanted to be all these families because I didn't have one. I didn't have a dad in my household. I didn't have, I couldn't do father-daughter dances, you know, whenever they tell you, hey, bring in pictures for your family collages and things like this, I never brought in pictures, why? I didn't have a family, it was just me and my mom, that was it, and to me, that wasn't a family, why? Because my mom, to me, wasn't a family, she was just the woman that gave birth to me, like, she never... Uh, reeked through her pores home like safety love, nurturing empath, caring all the things that security and home should be to you, I never got that from her that never ever 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 like came from her and I don't understand why but I guess because of that is why I wanted that dream I used to watch my grandparents. I used to love watching my grandparents. Like, watching them was just like, you know what I'm saying? It was amazing to me. Because here they were, this older couple, and they were still loving and affectionate and caring. And my grandmother was the breadwinner, and my grandfather was, I guess, the caretaker. And don't get it twisted, though. That didn't mean that he wasn't the man of the house. And that didn't mean that my grandmother wasn't the woman in the house. Even though she was a breadwinner, when my grandfather put his foot down and said no, no meant no. My grandmother did not disrespect him and did not go against his wishes and do the complete opposite, even though she was the breadwinner and he was wanted to care of home. Like she respected his wishes just like he respected hers but whenever he felt that he needed to put his foot down he did he would and she would respect it but he also understood where she would come from because she was deprived of education by her father you know she had to go to school behind his back while he was at work in order for her to get her education so for her to get her education it was imperative and important to her it was important to her as a woman it was important to her for 
many of reasons, especially because she was being told that a woman shouldn't do anything or couldn't amount to anything, or she was just being stopped because she was a woman. She was supposed to be in the kitchen, barefooted and pregnant, pretty much, without a future, without anything else, but just barefooted and pregnant in a kitchen. That's what she was supposed to do. And she fought so hard to do the complete opposite, and my grandfather, like, backed her up 100%, and it didn't make him any less of a man. My grandfather was a masculine man, and he let it be known, like, there was no, no doubts about that. He respected her, though, and he let her have her wish, like, my grandmother got to finish, I think she got her doctorate. Yeah, I think she got her doctorate. Was it her PhD? Yeah, that's what a doctor is, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember right now. You guys know the neurological thing is kicking in. Please don't judge me. I know I'll be saying some weird things every random, random once in a while. Ha, ha, ha. Laugh. Enjoy it. Um, But he allowed her to finish school. You know? He allowed her to get her education. He allowed her to to improve herself. Please stop. To improve herself. To better herself to go out there and and get what she wanted for her and her family and he stayed home and took care of the four kids and was there like and did what he needed to do and supported her and she took care of the family financially so i think i'm telling you guys this because i don't understand where things went wrong when it came time for my mother to become a mother I don't understand where it went wrong because at the end of the day, my great-grandmother was there for her. So even if my grandma was out there getting her education and putting her education first before being a mom, let's say that was the case because I really don't know. So I just have to guess. But let's say that is the case that transpired. She still had a female role model in my great-grandmother. And my great-grandmother was also an amazing woman, and I thank God that she was alive long enough for me to have a good... Why am I about to get ready to cry? I don't know why I'm about to get ready to cry. This all of a sudden has become so emotional all of a sudden out of nowhere. My great-grandmother was a very amazing, amazing woman. I don't know why I just got extremely emotional. This just kicked in out of nowhere. But she was an amazing woman, and I like I thank God that I had the chance to have her a part of my life, part of my childhood, up until I was about 15, I think was. And I thank God for her as well. I mean, she loved me unconditionally. It's crazy because I feel like all the people that did love me unconditionally were taken from me. My grandmother, my grandfather, my great-grandmother. And then those that barely gave a rat as about me were the ones that have been left behind to leave me to rot on my own and defend myself 
oh my god, I was not supposed to get emotional. This has not been a good day. I told you guys I don't feel good. My pain level's been really bad. I don't have any Mary Jane. Things have just been really hard these past few days and these past few weeks and I've just been trying to hold on and I guess I've just been trying to hold on a little too much but um please stop I'm recording ask your sister and no if you have the soda go ahead have your soda I um amazing people in my life I did and I am grateful for that and that's all I need to look at I don't need to look at anything else but I had amazing people in my life and they were taken they ran their lives I mean they lived their life I mean I had them lucky I had them because my kids they didn't I don't even tell them stories about them because it hurts too much. As you can see, I'm telling you guys a story and I'm already born like a baby. I need to tell my kids more stories about them because that's the only way that they're going to live. Yes, baby, I'm okay. It's okay. Um, they're gonna live a long life is based off of memories. But parenting and mental illness is a really tough one. Thank you, Parenting and mental illness is it's a very difficult road, and it's a really difficult task, and it's not an easy one to do, but it can be done. It's just about how it's done. I don't like when I parent under mental illness. Like, and when I say that, I mean I don't like when my mental illness is the one that parents and it's not me I don't like when I realize in the middle of parenting like what am I doing what am I even arguing about what am I fighting about what am I mad about what am I triggered about what am I frustrated like I wasn't even in the moment like it was basically my mental health being triggered off of something and it parented my kids and I wasn't even like aware about it until something clicked in and I realized it and then it's like oh my god what have I done like or what is the damage that I've caused that I now have to try to repair like it's the worst because you always have to be at alert you always have to make sure and pay attention that what you're doing is the correct thing and then if you do cause damage you have to make sure that you're repairing it you don't want to have your kids doubt you, doubt themselves, have insecurities, have the issues that you have. You don't want to cause them to have to need therapy when they get older because of all the trauma that you caused them. Mommy, why do these headphones keep wanting to fall? Um, but that can also come from... Oh, you can also provide them therapy. Now, like I put 
right now my kids and I are not in therapy since our phone is disconnected and I don't have enough to pay the bill but I was putting us back into therapy because we used to go to therapy we used to go to individual therapy and family therapy no I decided not to wait until something major happens I decided that it was time for us to go to therapy uh, before anything major happens. Uh, I noticed that it did help the kids' relationship. This is before Stan was born. It did help their relationship because Bella and um, Booger's relationship isn't the best. The way that their autism is, they tend to argue a lot. They tend to fight a lot. Um, they don't have the best relationship with each other. Uh, I don't know if it has something to do with Booker's ODD, his oppositional defiancy disorder. Uh, that's one of the conditions that they don't have that is, that is the same. Another one that they don't have that is the same is she's suicidal, he's not. So this, I think, plays a big part in why they don't get along as well but when they go to therapy they do way better with each other um they do way better individually and then we try to do like one we were trying to do one session a month to all of us together so this way if there was anything that they didn't feel comfortable they were worried about and they didn't feel comfortable saying to me um they can say in a therapy session and personally the way that I used to do therapy with them. Therapy was their time. That's their safe haven. Their safe space. Their safe person that they can talk to about anything and everything. And they never had to worry about me like bombarding, asking questions, being nosy, trying to manipulate (coughs) or anything like that. If there was anything that they thought that they wanted me to know, then that that was their job, you know what I'm saying, to let the therapist know that they wanted me to be a part of that session because they wanted to tell me something outside of that. I minded my business because I feel like it's important for kids to know that they have a go-to person that they can count to, that's that they can count on, that that's their safe space. So... I always treated it that way and we worked out perfect like it it was smooth we hardly ever had any problems at home like the biggest problems I could say we had was he wouldn't go to bed that was part of his ADHD his ODD and his autism which we didn't know back then that it was autism he had a hard time he still does he has insomnia and then another part was he would touch her stuff, which he still does. Like, he just doesn't have respect for anybody's things. Um, that was, like, the biggest issues that they would have back then with each other. But he would listen. He was respectful. He had manners. A lot of the things he doesn't have now, he did have back then. Like... It just gets very stressful. Parenting can get very stressful. Your environment 
environments can also make parenting very stressful. If your family, home life, your home is not your safe haven, then that can make it very stressful as well for you to parent. My my home is not my safe haven. This location where we are is not my safe haven. Contrary, it adds on a lot of my pressure. Know, it adds on a lot of my stress. We're only at, it's only two rooms, not even two bedrooms. It's only two rooms. So the bedroom and then the front room. That's it. So like that's where the kitchen and the dining room is, and then the bedroom. And there's no door, so it's not like I can easily say go into the other room and close the door, so I can do what I have to do in peace. There's no door. The only place that has a door is the bathroom. So sometimes I'm hesitant to even do these podcasts or anything because you guys are always going to hear something in the background and that's like compared to other podcasts it's like so unprofessional but then I have to remember this is my life if I'm recording my life I have to record my life at all costs no matter what I'm doing you know and there's nothing I can do it's just my life like it is what it is I have to push through what I have and that makes it so difficult because my mental illness kicks in. The OCD kicks in. It wants it perfect. Lyrical. It wants it perfect. It wants it how it should be, how it knows it's supposed to be. And then it gets overwhelmed and frustrated because it's not like that. But that's how it should be. Yeah, that's not how it is. And then why is it not that way? Oh, look, this is how your situation is. It's just annoying. It's like, Dalama, I'm still recording. And things like that happen. He knows that I'm recording. He can hear me talking, but that continues like nothing. It's not the first time. So things like that trigger me, and then I become the evil mom. And I don't like being the evil mom. I like to be the nice mom. But sometimes the nice mom gets nowhere. Parenting is difficult. Add-on mental illness, it gets harder. Especially when you're battling depression. It doesn't get any easier because you tend to look at yourself in such a negative way. And I'm working on affirmations, so letting go of a lot of the negativity and I'm looking at a lot more of the positives which is why I've been stepping myself outside of my OCD and forcing myself to let go a lot of the things that bother me so that I can still step forward like I was listening to Clubhouse the other day and uh, Tyler Garciano was saying fall forward not backwards do not fall backwards fall forward because you're gonna make a mistake and you're gonna you're gonna you know fail but fall forward not backwards and then the other guy whose name it, I can't remember but it's his clubhouse room he's the blind man whose name I cannot remember for some reason right now I think it's Alex I don't know he broke it down in a way that really made me really made me see things very differently. He broke it down in the sense of like football. Now I'm not really a football fan, so I'm probably gonna say this wrong. But you know the players in front of the quarterback that protect the quarterback. Shh. 
You know the players that protect the quarterback? Well, those people's names I can't remember right now either. I don't know those players' names right now because these kids are bothering me because they're making too much noise while I'm trying to do this. But they're like, you're, they're the ones that, they're the, you failed. You failed, okay? Those are the ones, right? But they're right before the quarterback where you succeed at. So, of course, you have to fail before you succeed, but that doesn't mean backtrack and go backwards. Your goal line is right there. Why would you go backwards? You were, you're getting it. You have to fail to succeed. You have to know the wrong formula so you can get to the right formula. That doesn't mean stop and go backwards and start all over again because you were just right there. You just have to tweak it. You know what I'm saying? Or make another play or turn or however you need to look at it in your head to just get to that quarterback, to get to that goal. You don't, you don't, you don't turn around and start all over again. You don't turn around and start all over again. You keep going. Because obviously you know you're going to fail a couple of times before you succeed. So you know you're going to be knocked down a couple of times before you get up and actually make it. And that's kind of like the same thing with mental illness. You're going to make a couple of mistakes. You're going to beat yourself up heavy for it. You're going to knock yourself down so bad for it. Because mental illness does that. It makes you beat yourself up more than what a regular person would. But you got to build yourself up ten times better than anybody else would. Because at the end of the day, nobody else is going to build you up. So you got to build yourself up better than anybody else would. So you can be stronger. Because you know what's coming. You know how you build, how you knock yourself out. You know how you knock yourself down. You know how hard you are with yourself. Nobody else knows how hard you are with yourself like you are, like you do. Like you know how hard you are with yourself. So you have to make sure that you don't give up. And that's the same thing with parenting. Especially when your parents are in mental illness. You know how many times... I've said I can't do this anymore. I can't. I'm bad at this. I suck. This, I'm, I'm the worst mom ever. I can't do this. But then some days I sit down and I look at my 19 year old and I thank God for her. And I'm about to get emotional again. I thank God for her. And I know she has autism. And I know. The road has not been easy to this point. And I know the road may not get any easier. Or I don't know how you may want to call it. But I wouldn't trade being a parent for anything in the world. I have three amazing kids. One thing about three you. Wonderful, 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 amazing kids. And God saw fit to give me these three kids. He trusted that I can do something amazing with these three kids. He trusted that I can do something with them. They work my nerves. 
and my patience. Especially when I'm trying to do things. Because they don't feel the need to respect me or what I'm trying to do. They don't. Tell your brother to help you who's right next to you who's not respecting that I'm recording. I'm on a live podcast. This is not recording. I can't stop this. I can't do nothing else. So everybody's hearing it. I'm sorry, you guys. Like, this is why I don't do this. This is exactly why I'm days I want to give up so bad. Because my own kids sometimes don't support what I do. They don't encourage me. They don't respect it. They don't support it. They just... They don't care. They don't, they don't care. And they don't understand that I need this to keep pushing forward. It's not just to help other people. It's to help me too. It's to help me too. I don't do these things to just help other people. But it helps me too. I'm helping myself in the process. This is to also help me heal. Help me remember the good things and the good things that are going to get me to where I need to be. The good things that are going to get me. The good things that are going to get my listeners to where they need to be. You know, maybe one of my bad days can help the next person have a good day. Maybe one of my errors can help somebody else succeed and avoid them from having to make the same errors. Maybe one of my mistakes can help you guys not make that mistake and avoid it and go down the right path and and not have to, you know, sit there and, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but I feel like I'm alone, I'm alone through this whole entire journey, you know, there's apparently nobody else out there that has mental health issues that deal with parenting and mental illness because no matter what I... You spilled your cup? Why was your cup here instead of on the chair? Somebody needs to clean it up. You guys, I guess I'm going to have to end this because my kids are apparently having a whole meltdown. And again, I can't do anything. Every time I try to do something, I don't get the support that I need at home. And this is why I say parenting alone is already a hard topic. And then you add mental illness and it's even harder. Even harder. Even harder. It's a struggle. It is not easy to do. It's a struggle every single day from sun up to sundown. Add pain to it, add losing my legs, add everything else. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to process. It's a lot to deal with. I'm trying to raise three amazing kids and no support system. I have no one 
I can count on, no one I can lean on. Those that are supposed to be there barely are. They barely are. They barely know I'm barely holding on. Barely holding on. I'm grasping the thin air right now. I'm grasping to thin air. Thin air. I'm barely holding on. I'm barely making it. But I've created this platform for those who deal with parenting and mental illness issues. Because I know, again, parenting is a hard topic. Mental illness is a hard topic. And having both of them while trying to survive is very difficult. Holding on to your own mentals while you're trying to raise these amazing little people to become amazing adults is a very hard task. It's a very difficult task. You know, it's not an easy one to do. Especially when you're trying to protect your own mentals. And in my shoes, having two high-functioning autistic kids with mental illness... That is even harder. Then I have a very active three-year-old that has a strong personality and a strong character. And at times, I feel like today is the day I'm going to have my mental breakdown. Today is the day I'm going to lose my time. Today is the day I'm just going to... I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it all together. Then I have to remind myself I can't afford to lose it. My kids have no one else to be there for them. I can't end up in no one's psych ward. I can't take time for me to heal mentally. I gotta heal mentally where we are in this rat infested motel. I gotta heal mentally when I'm trying to help my kids get past whatever it is that they got going on. I gotta figure out a way to still put myself first while still being a parent. That's a really difficult road. You still have to remind yourself, yes, you matter. Yes, you're important. Yes, you are relevant. Yes, you are loved. What's that? Oh, thanks. Yes, you are loved. Yes, you matter. Yes, you're relevant. Yes, it's a hard road. Yes, it is not easy, but you can do this. You can do this. You got this. Don't give up. They're counting on you. Yeah, you want to give up some days. You want to just pull your whole entire hair out your head. And you want to scream at the top of your lungs. But that's what my platform is here for. This is why I've created it. To help others like me. If my story can help you realize that you're not alone. And you got this. And you can do this. Then by all means, baby. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. That's what my DMs are supposed to be for. Not for those chicken daddies. Not for nobody trying to hit on me. It is meant to be to help others. Because I hate feeling like I'm alone. Like I'm the only one out here dealing with this. Like there's nobody else that has mental issues raising other kids with mental issues. Am I really the only one out here? Is it really just me? Is it really honestly just me? Am I the only one? Like, there's nobody else? I mean, I really honestly feel like I'm alone. Like, I'm just talking to myself. 
like I always talk to myself, like my, like I'm not being hurt. I don't want nobody else to feel that way. That's why I'm fighting so hard with my kids for them to let me do what I need to do. Because I don't want nobody else to feel the way that I feel. Because there's days that I want to give up so bad. But I know I can't. There's more to it out there. I got a bigger purpose. Besides these three amazing kids that I have to raise to grow up to be amazing people. I know they have a bigger purpose. I mean, I understand they have autism, but I know they have a bigger purpose. The autism is not the only thing that they have going on for them. Like when my daughter gets to talking and when she really is, is, uh, how can I put it? When she really has a message to give, oh, she can get it to you. She can be a little worthy with it, but she can get it to you. A little worthy, not worthy. But she can get it to you. My son, she has, he has an ability with electronics. He just doesn't have the patience sometimes to learn things. Because he wants to do things his way and fast. The little one, she's just, she's an amazing one. She's very unique. But she's just, she's like her daddy. She's just like her daddy. here if anybody needs to ever talk I'm here if anybody feels like they're alone I'm here if anybody feels like there's nobody on their side of their corner um what else girl yes yes I have and there's been so many you guys can hit me up on TikTok if you want. It's parenting with mental illness, but not the word with is not spelled all the way. It's just a W. You can hit me up on Instagram. It's parenting with mental illness. Facebook page, parenting with mental illness. You can also go ahead on the blog. Uh, I mean, email me. Uh, you can email me to life as a single parent with mental no life as a parent with mental illness at gmail.com you can email me to Lynette H at life as a single parent mental illness dot blog um here if anybody ever needs to chat I'm here if anybody feels like they're at the edge and just need somebody to listen to them. I'm a good listener I don't have to speak I really don't I could just hear you out if you just need to vent. If anybody ever wants to come onto the platform and share their story, I'm definitely open to that. If you have a story that you want to get out there and you want to help somebody else with a situation and you feel like your story can help others, I'm open to that. Hit me up as well. We can um link up first, have a conversation, and then schedule a time to come on the podcast. That's not a problem. Or if you have a a story you want to share, I can write it up for you and put it on my blog as well. We can get it out there that way too. That's not a problem. 
I'm here to advocate for mental health. I'm here to advocate for parenting. That is what my coaching niche is all about. My coaching niche is for parents, parenting with mental illness. That is what I am here for. I am here to help anyone that needs that support. I am one of y'all. I am one of y'all. I am not somebody claiming to be one of y'all. I live with it every day. I go to sleep with it. I wake up with it. I will understand firsthand what is going on. And whatever advice I give will be from my experiences because I've tried it. And you know what? If there's no advice, I'll be there with you when you try whatever. And I'll help you pick up whatever pieces if need be. That's what I'm here for. That's what I've opened my platform for. That's the whole point of this platform. That's why I'm putting myself out there. That's the whole point of me even showing my story. That's the whole point of even opening up my doors on YouTube, on Instagram, wherever the case may be. I'm out here putting myself out there, good, raw, bad, whatever, because I want to help other people. I don't want no one to feel as empty as I do or as alone as I do. No one should ever have to feel as misunderstood as I do. That's not okay. We all deserve to have had amazing parents, and we all deserve to be amazing parents. We deserve to feel like we are amazing parents. No one should ever feel like they never gave their best. And we should always feel like our best is good enough. Never feel any less. Never feel any less. That's not cool. It definitely isn't. I've been on here already for a whole hour just talking your ear off. And not one person has stopped by. I even had a chance to record a clip of this from my TikTok. Just a three second clip. This is why I say I feel like I'm alone. Like I'm alone. I'm the only person in this world that's parenting with mental illness. Or am I the only one that is not afraid to admit it? Am I the only one okay with living in my skin? There's got to be other people out here okay with living in their skin. Not everyone can be living in denial. Sorry, y'all. I had to take a bite. I haven't eaten all day. My daughter just brought me a sandwich. I guess. Ow. Ow. She must have just realized that I didn't eat. But. On IG Live. I haven't been on IG Live in a while, so let's do this on the live part.
Oh no, I posted that on Insta on my shop. I just told y'all that I posted that on on Instagram, right? And guess what I did? Posted it on Shop Normies. Instead of posting it on my period of mental illness. Lord Lynette, get your life together, woman. Get your life together. Woman, get it together, get it together, get it together. This is what happens when I'm trying to do too many things at the same time. Too many things at the same time. Oh my god, it still won't let me change because it still hasn't uploaded the whole entire video yet. Oh lord, can you please just upload the video already? Can we just say that we uploaded the video already? Is it uploaded? No, just get out of there. Are we done yet? Are we done? Are we done? Are we done? Are we done? No, we're not. It hasn't finished as of yet. Boom. Shaka like a shaka like a shaka like a shaka. ask y'all a question what is the whole point i mean no, okay okay it's a dumb question i'm don't never mind because i can't look at me like i'm crazy I'm not, i know i'm already crazy but i get the point of titles like don't get me wrong oh my god i'm dizzy right now i get the point of having titles because obviously how are you going to find things and how are you going to know if you're going to be interested in it because you're just going to go in and out of things until, you know what i'm saying but like i don't know i just don't think everything needs to have a title i guess i don't know I'm just it's probably just i got issues i got issues i got issues i have straight up issues but guess what i'm okay with it you know why because i'm okay with my skin i'm okay with the skin that i live in i accept it and i try to embrace it and i try to be one with it you feel me collective you feel me i just try i try to do the best that i can with what i'm working with i really do try but it's just like i don't know life is just difficult sometimes and the environment that we're in does not make life any easier for me even though i try it just does not make life any easier for me i'll be trying trying people i be trying life just be a little too hard but when you guys are in the middle of parenting if you do find you guys if you do find that you are parenting while triggered i need y'all to make sure that I need you guys to make sure, bless you, Booker. I need you guys to make sure that you take the time to stop, breathe, de escalate. Don't continue to parent. 
because I don't want you guys to have to repair any damage. That's going to make life a little bit harder. Okay. else on the air with me so might as well just keep talking i know it's probably i'm probably gonna talk about things that are not even part of this topic ain't nobody on the live with me so i might as well just keep on talking and bring in more inspirational messages what what delano huh why Here then. Well, just so you know, that's all I've eaten all day. Eat it. Alright, now I'm gonna do a live. I think that may trigger a bigger mental health issue. do I have to lose? I mean, I'm already all over the place. I'm already a little emotional. I already have to 
try to be my best self, right? So why not? What else do I have to use? Or instead of going live on IG, maybe I should go live on TikTok where I really don't. have many interactions with that would probably make more sense. Yeah, I think I might just do that. I've been live on Instagram a couple of times and somebody recorded my page like I needed help with the suicide prevention thing. I haven't been back on there since because I'm not one to talk to people and I guess when somebody did that I got why they did it and I did say thank you but honestly speaking it's not my thing it's not what I was trying to do I'm trying to go live But I'm still recording there. Not now, please. talk about parenting and mental illness yeah. well actually I've been just talking about my own thing on this darn podcast so like I was saying before parenting is already a hard enough topic as it is then you add mental illness to it and that's an even harder topic like it's hard to do what I mean, how do you parent, seriously, when you're already feeling like the top of the world is already, like, kicking you? How do you parent? How? You already feel like you're down and out, and your kid goes and does something. And you sit here and you try to parent. How do you parent? You're not supposed to parent when you're feeling like the world is on top of your shoulders. That's really difficult to do. Like, it's really, really, really difficult. But when you're dealing with your own mental issues and your kids are off doing God knows what and you're sitting here trying to parent and they're doing God knows what, it's hard not to let your mental illness parent for you because you're already down and out. Like, you got to make sure when you parent, it's you who's actually parenting and not your mental issues. Like, you cannot let whatever mental health you got going on be the one that's actually parenting and I catch myself a lot of times parenting while I'm triggered and I gotta stop myself in the middle of doing it and I literally gotta be like fuck like damn did I just do that right now like I literally just caught myself parenting while I'm triggered like mm, did 
Did I really just do that right now? Like, for real? Did I really just sit here and just snap on my kid while I was triggered? Like, I'm supposed to be redirecting them. I'm supposed to be parenting, but not while I'm triggered. talking about parenting and mental illness. Do you have anything to give about that? Uh, no. Well, that's pretty much what my topic is about. My topic is how to bust a nut. Congratulations. Anyways, ignorant people always doing ignorant things makes no sense back to what I was talking about. I already have my own mental health issues and people gotta come on your live and do dumb things. Like I'm not already raising two autistic kids and already have a difficult life to begin with and then you gotta have people come on your live and do dumb things. Like, hello. That makes no sense. Read what my name says. Parenting with mental illness. And you gotta come mess with me. Like, go get a life and leave me the hell alone. You wanna bust it, not go bust it, but don't come on my live with no BS. I already got enough difficult life as it is. I'm living in a motel, we're freaking homeless, and I'm raising three kids. Play on other people's lives, but don't play on mine. Like, I'm already struggling. I'm trying, like, I'm on here and I'm on my podcast to keep my mind from going suicidal. And then people got to come and play stupid. This is exactly why I don't go on social networks. And this is why it makes it so difficult for me to put my platform out there. Because people just don't know how to read people's name. I put my name how it is. So when I flip on people, I got a legit reason to tell you why I flipped on you. started recording to begin with because usually that's what calms me down but I made the mistake of coming live on TikTok which I shouldn't have did because I'm already recording live on my podcast and I made the mistake of including TikTok and I shouldn't have this is why I stay off of TikTok but I need I'm trying to get my platform out there more because I'm trying to reach more people like me who have mental health issues and who need to have struggle parenting like, they don't need to feel like they're alone. Because people always want to do the stigma that mental health, crazy. Mental health, they wall out. Mental health, they explode. Mental health, this and mental health and that. But you know what? A lot of us, we have to parent. And then we have to go home to our kids and we still have to parent. And that's not cool. And a lot of us, we have other things going on too. TikTok, but the sad part is it gives TikTok a bad name. That's the sad part. Because it usually, I don't have this issue anywhere else. I don't have it in IG. I don't have it nowhere else. It's only TikTok. 
Like, that's the crazy piece. I don't have it nowhere else. I don't have it in YouTube. I don't have it nowhere else. I don't have it in none of my other platforms. This is the only spot I got the problem in, which is why I really don't go live, because I know my mouth and I'm reckless. My bipolar has no cares for whoever it is, not even my own kids half of the time. Hence why I started the platform to begin with. Hence why I started to realize I can't be the only parent that can find themselves parenting while they trigger. And that's not a good thing because you're damaging your kids when you're doing it. But when you got other people who are ignorant, like I put the name so that when you approach me, I'm not a stable person to begin with. So don't approach me with no dumb BS. Like at the point in my life where I am right now, we live in a motel. I'm losing my legs. I'm ending up in a wheelchair. I'm raising two high-functioning autistic kids and a three-year-old. So I'm already not in the best pace in the world. So for trolls to come trolling with me, I'm homicidal and suicidal. So if they would have been next to me, God only knows what would have happened. So that's why I give my disclaimer. And the best way that I can do it on the internet is by my name. By my name. So then leave me alone. If you don't have anything extra to add that's good, that's going to be beneficial, that's going to help, then don't come messing with me. If I'm out here trying to help others, and I'm out here trying to find other people that I can help to avoid ending up where we are, or to be I don't know that sounding voice if they're not in a good space so I can keep myself in a good space because me helping others is what keeps me in a good space then stay off stay off don't say anything just leave it alone just leave it alone just leave it alone just back off just leave other people be matter of fact I'm gonna invite you to go live I'm going to talk to somebody else. Wait, what? Who this? Nah, I'm not going to accept nobody else's life. Because if somebody going to come trigger me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be mad. I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to be mad. Hello? Hi. Nothing. What's up with you? Talking about parenting and mental illness until somebody triggered me. Okay, are you in the US or? Yes, I'm in the US. Oh, okay, okay. I'm also from Ghana. But I'm in Dubai right now. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, oh, okay. Do you have anything to add on my topic? Huh? The topic was parenting and mental illness. The topic was parenting and mental illness. Parenting and mental illness. Do you have 
have any thoughts you can give on parenting and mental illness? No? Guess not. It's funny, like, parenting is a big topic, right? Everybody, almost everybody has kids, right? But nobody really can talk about it. Mental illness is a huge topic, but nobody really can talk about it. I just don't understand. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, how, why is everybody so, like, closed off on it? People are always so quick to talk about it when it's a bad thing. But nobody's quick to talk about it when it's a good thing. That's what I don't understand. Like, when you're trying to get something good out of it, nobody has anything to say. I don't get it. I don't get it. But let it be somebody, not knock on wood, I'm not wishing no harm or saying nothing bad. Let if something happened to a child and that, that mom had been, you know, a little bit off of her meds or whatever the case may be. Oh, look, she was crazy. She lost her mind. She went off her rockers. But when we're trying to talk about it in a good aspect, on a good level, you know what I'm saying? When we're trying to talk about it on a good angle, nobody's got nothing to say. But when some bad story hits the news, hits the radio, hits the papers, hits YouTube, hits whatever, everybody got something to say. Everybody got something to say. But when we're trying to bring positive views on it when there's nothing negative happening nobody has a conversation about it i'm trying to speak about it before anything bad happens do you get what i'm saying i'm not trying to speak about it when anything bad happens like i'm talking about parenting and mental illness it's not an easy topic neither one of them but you have to parent and you have mental illness what do you do you get what i'm saying what do you do okay if you're triggered and your kid does something what do you do you find that you're in a trigger state, but yet your child did something. Are you going to parent at that moment, or are you going to wait? Or if you find that you're parenting and you are triggered, what are you going to do? Do you wait, or do you parent? What do you do? In my situation, I have two high-functioning autistic kids, and I have a, a regular one, a, a three-year-old. I always call her a regular one. I feel like I need to call her something else. Like, I don't I don't feel like that sounds right. Like, I don't know. It's not, I don't feel like it's the proper way of saying it, but she's my normal one. Um, what do you do? Because if you parent while you're triggered, you're damaging your child mentally. Anything can come out your mouth at that moment. You can call your child blah and not even realize that you're taking it to a whole nother level. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I'm baffled. Like, I'm so baffled. Like, I'm I'm baffled how so many people can have so many negative things to say about mental illness when something wrong goes on. But whenever it's anything normal or positive, nobody has anything to say. Nobody has anything to say at all. There's, like, no conversation. There's no topics about it. There's no nothing. But as long as something bad happens, oh yeah, see, she was crazy. She lost her mind. She went off her rocker. She ain't take her meds. How could she? All right, well, I'm trying to have a normal conversation about parenting and mental illness. I didn't kill my kids. My kids are alive. I can show y'all my kids right now. Y'all can hear them playing in the background. Ain't nothing wrong with them. I'm trying to have a proper conversation now to avoid anybody else from hurting their kids on the line. 
uh, for all I know, somebody can be listening to this podcast um, recorded, or somebody can go watch this live on TikTok down the line, or whatever else I may post on my YouTube, or post on my Facebook page, or post on my Instagram, and that can stop them from doing something retarded down the line because I took the opportunity and the time and the chance to take out my time to have this conversation, but nobody's having it. I'm the only one having it. I'm always the only one having it. Mind you, don't get me wrong. I'm cool with being the only one having it. That's 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 cool and copacetic with me. Like I'm fine, whatever. It's my platform. I don't care. But then you get dumb people on TikTok or you know, trolls, whatever anybody want to call them, because I'm not a big TikTok fan. I only come out here every once in a while. But like you get dumb people on TikTok and do dumb things, and then it just takes you from even wanting to go on social network and wanting to spread your message for what it takes you away from that. And it take look, it took me. I'm still shaking from how angry I still am from that person that came out here with that dumb thing that they did on my live. Well, I'm sitting here trying to spread a positive message. And it, it literally took me away from my positive message that I was spreading. And I'm still trying to de-escalate from it. Why? Because I'm a mental health patient. Why? Because I'm a mom that's real passionate of what I speak. Why? Because I live it 24-7, 365 days out of the year. That, um, see, my neurological method. I got neurological issues going on right now, and I feel like that sentence did not come out right. If it did, cool, and if it didn't, my bad, people. But I do have some things going on neurologically, which is why I'm losing my legs, and I'm ending up in a wheelchair as well. <sighs> that was a lot. I'm sorry. I feel like I just vented a whole bunch of, like, in a matter of speeds. <laughs> I needed to breathe for a second, but I'm passionate about this because I'm living it. I live it every day time I get up to the time I go to sleep. This is my life. You know, I am suicidal. I am homicidal. I have a daughter who's suicidal, who's also high-functioning autistic with mental illness. So to me, this isn't a joke. I don't play with this. Some nights I can't go to sleep because I have to watch her. Because I don't, I can't take the risk of her making another plan of wanting to take her life because she can't handle life. What does she know about life at 19, which in reality with her high autism, her mentals is not really at 19. She's actually younger. So if you really think about it, her age, her mentals is not at a 19 year old. She'll tell you that she's like six sometimes. She'll be 19 when I need her to be an adult. Please don't become emotional right now. Let's stop. She's 19. now. She's 19 when I need her to be an adult because I need her help. For whatever may be that my legs don't want to work at that moment and then I need her to become an adult, she'll be 19. Any other time, she'll be like 6, she'll be like 7, she'll be like 8. But she's suicidal. You feel me? And there'll be times I need to stay up. I need to watch her because I need to make sure that she don't go off and do something because her autism lets her understand that part very well of her mental illness and then I'll have my 13 year old who's also high functioning autistic but he has his ODD and the bipolar and a whole bunch of other stuff going on she has that part too she just doesn't have ODD like she does I have to still be high functioning for them like I have to make sure that my mentals are a top part for them I can't put myself first before them 
have to make sure that whenever I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm keeping them as my priority. I can't let my mental health affect their mental health. I can't let whatever I'm going through affect them mentally because then I'm breaking them. Then I'm not no better than the egg donor that broke me. This is why I try to have these mental health conversations before anything bad can happen. This is why I created this platform. This is why... Hold on. Oh, no, here goes another one. Hello? I don't know what you said. Assalamu alaikum. But I'm talking about parenting and mental illness. You want a match? Man, listen, I don't have time for this right now. I did not mean to end my life. He made me end my life. I ended my life. Whatever. That was a waste of my time. I was trying to get my message on TikTok. But me and TikTok just don't have the best of relationship. I already had a second whole another person do something else. I mean, I can't. I'm trying to get my message out there. I use all these platforms trying to get my message out there. I still end up on my own trying to get my message out there and it's so frustrating and it's so irritating and then you have people that just don't take it serious and I'm real passionate about this because like I said I live 365 days out of the year with this I go to sleep and I wake up to it it doesn't go away it doesn't go away it's not like a, a sickness where you just take an antibiotic and then go oh yeah you know I'm better now okay I feel awesome I feel fantastic yeah I can just let this go I can just let this go now I can literally just keep walking like nothing no this is my life this is my kid's life this is what we have to live with this is why i advocate because like i said i know there has to be other families out there that live in the same situation that we do that feel alone covid has done a number on my family and it's a number that has not gone away as of yet and i'm fighting for it to go away but it still has not left like when i tell you it has done a number on my family like it has done a number everybody else gets to go back to normal that depression that they felt while covid oh they feel better now oh they feel amazing now they get to go back to the real world you know they get to go back to how their life was before covid existed we don't we don't we don't our mentals were actually damaged our mentals were actually affected seriously off of this and we're still trying to recoup we're still trying to recover and it's gonna take a while for that to happen and that's why i told myself you know what there's gotta be other families that feel this way there's gotta be other people that feel as alone as we do that feel as abandoned as we do that feel like nobody understands where you're coming from that feels like you gotta like explain word for word what you mean by this oh wait what do you mean by that oh wait i don't understand can you explain it again oh wait huh i'm confused that is the most annoying thing ever when you're breaking down mentally to somebody and you gotta stop every two seconds to just explain what you're saying like what's the point of talking to them then 
for that, you might as well just stay within your head and just keep it all to yourself. But that's not going to get you anywhere. That's just going to get you more closed in. It's going to put more pressure on you. And if you are parenting and you actually have kids, that's just going to make it even more hard for your household. And it's going to make it even more difficult for you to even parent and your kids are going to feel a weight on them that they don't need to feel my kids tell me now all the time mom it's not the same so to break that down I almost died on father's day of 2021 which is why I have the neurological issue which is why I'm losing my legs and I'm in a wheelchair I can only walk to a certain distance but Ever since that day, my oldest will especially tell me, my 19-year-old, mommy, it's not the same. There's something different, and I'm afraid, and I'm scared. And I don't know what it is, but something has changed within you, and I'm afraid, and I'm really afraid. And honestly speaking, I don't know what she's talking about. And I can't argue with her, because I don't know what she's talking about. So I can't tell her, Biba, you're wrong. Biva, you're right. Biva, it's in your mind. Biva, nothing. You're crazy. I mean, I'm not going to tell her she's crazy. I mean, I always say we're crazy. Like, I'm not. Listen, hi. My name is Lynette. I have mental health issues. I live with my truth. It does not define who I am. I define it. I accept that I'm bipolar. I accept that I have PTSD. I accept that I have OCD. I accept that I have depression. I don't remember right now because of my neurological issues, my other diagnoses, but I accept all of them. (laughs) I embrace them all because they don't make who I am. I make them. They don't define me. I define them. They don't make or break me. I make or break them. And that is why I have survived as long as I have, but that is why I've been able to survive from COVID to now. Because my suicidal tendencies have gotten worse and my homicidal tendencies have gotten worse since COVID. Um, Since COVID. But I embrace everything and that's why I'm still here. And that is the reason why I'm on this podcast today. Because I've accepted it. And I've decided that I was not going to let it become a hinder in my life and I was not going to let it become something that was going to stop me from being great. I was not going to let it stop me from being the most amazing mom I can be. I was not going to let it stop me from doing great things. I was not going to let it stop me from anything. Does it get in my way? Heck yeah. Man, listen, it gets in my way more, more times than I care to admit. But I'm fully transparent on my YouTube and I'm fully transparent on any other platform that I post. I post my good days and I post my bad days. And this blog, I mean this blog, this podcast especially has gotten my crying moments. Like it has gotten my deepest emotions. Like I give my good and my bad because I never know who I'm going to help. Like, it is serious that we understand that it's okay to not be okay. But when we're parenting, we have to parent ourselves. We cannot let our mental health do the parenting. We don't want to create little us. We don't want to create the future us in our little kids, in our mini us. We don't want that. You don't want a mini you. You really don't. 
and that's something that you want to try to diminish as best as you can and I'm speaking from personal experience I'm not speaking from it because I'm a parent with mental illness only I'm speaking from it because I had a parent who had mental illness and every time she parented she parented while triggered the majority of the time and to this day I can't even tell you why half of those times that I was abused why I can't tell you I don't know half of the times that my behind got beat with a switch or the broom or I got yelled at called out my name got something thrown at or anything I can't tell you why because I don't know I have vivid memories of a lot of scenarios that I was yelled at to come inside from outside when I was playing with my friends and she went in on me in on me like beating at me yelling at me throwing things at me and I could not tell you why I did not know why all I know was that I did what I was told but I still couldn't tell you why and to this day even thinking back on those scenarios I still cannot tell you why as an adult because it was not her I understand now as an adult she was parenting while being triggered whatever made her mad whatever triggered her whatever happened to her at the moment was taken out on me and I don't want my kids to be damaged goods like I am because of the way that I parented and I thought that that was something that I should bring out there to others because it took me 42 years to figure this out. I'm 42 right now. My oldest is 19. It took me this long to finally realize what was going on to certain scenarios. Like why sometimes I would get more angry when I was parenting and I couldn't understand it. It took me 42 years to realize that I was parenting sometimes when I was triggered. Thank God, though, that my parenting style is nothing like the one that I had, obviously, growing up. Because I am a completely different parent than the one that I had growing up. And I'm thankful to God for that. But it took me 42 years to realize that sometimes it was the mental illness parenting And sometimes it was me parenting. Well, I never want the mental illness to parent. The mental illness has no right to parent. The mental illness has no right at all to parent. But I do. I have all the right in the world to parent. And the only person that should be parenting is me. And that is why now that if I catch myself and I've really learned to sit back and listen to myself when I'm speaking to my kids and if I catch myself when I'm triggered I shut up I stop I literally stop and I talk to myself in my head and I literally be like you're okay it's okay you're safe because I don't know what triggered me I don't know why I'm being triggered I don't know if it has something to do with what happened to me when I was younger if it had anything to do with my egg donor trigger you know uh, parenting me and how she parented me or what she did while she was parenting me or anything like that so I literally just tell myself the same like oh you're a little too loud and I'm on live I literally tell myself like you're okay I just talk myself down like if I'm having an anxiety or a panic attack 
And normally that'll bring me down long enough for me to realize, okay, I am triggered. I just don't know what caused the trigger. But then I think about that. I think back about what I've already said to my child, what I've already told them as like quote, quote parenting, even though it was the mental illness parenting. And if there was anything there that was damaging, I'll literally stop at that moment. I'll just tell them, just go ahead. I'll talk to you in a minute. I'll give myself time to de-escalate. I don't care if I have to do a brain dumping session while I just grab my notebook and I'll let myself just write three pages of whatever comes out of my mind. I don't care what it is. I call that the brain dumping session. I literally fill up three pages. I'll keep repeating to myself, you're okay. You're safe. It's okay. After I do that and I affirm that I am literally in a good head space, I'll do my affirmations if I need to. I will literally read my scripting journal if I need to, just to put myself in the best space possible. Then I will go talk to my child. I'll make sure that I will only, whatever it is that I said, I'll reiterate. If I thought there's anything that there was damaging in there, I'll try to explain it. And I do apologize. Why? Because I was in the wrong. It does not matter that I was triggered. I was still in the wrong. And I will apologize to my child for whatever I did because I don't want them to think that it is okay to do that. And yes, I am human and I have my flaws. And of course, I'm going to teach my child that we're all human. We have our flaws. We're going to make our mistakes. The most responsible thing that we can do, though, is own up to them and try not to make them again. The problem is when you make them over and over again on purpose, that's the problem. But I will tell my child, like, listen, I was triggered. I'm honest with my kids. And like I've said before, I talk to my kids like they're adults and little bodies. And I think that's what helps my family out. I don't sugarcoat anything with my kids. I'm really honest with them because I want them to understand what they have going on. I want them to know their mental health. I sugarcoat nothing for them because... Knock on wood. Oh, gotta reach wood somewhere. Here we go. Knock on wood. If I croak tomorrow, I need them to know their condition. I need them to understand their condition, so they can advocate for themselves. So they can stand up for themselves. So they can know that they're going to be okay. I don't want them walking around as zombies on medication like I see some of these people do. So my kids have always been involved in their, um, um educational and mental and their medical everything like I've always involved them except for Booker my son the 13 year old I call him I call him Booker he's the only one that I really haven't put in as much because his ability to actually understand that isn't as high as my daughter's he's not really too into it so he hasn't really paid much mind to it she has actually been in the meetings for him and been a part of his decision making with me because she's the one that helps me out with him um and again if anything were to happen to me then she knows everything about his condition and everything that needs to be done with his condition but this has helped them understand themselves a lot better it has helped them understand me a lot better so sometimes when they see that I'm triggered and I don't realize it she has actually come to me and told me mom you're triggered right now and I'll stop 
and I'll reevaluate and I'll be like okay and I'll literally just go somewhere else or I'll just start creating my press on nails or I'll start doing a podcast or I'll start writing a blog or I'll record for YouTube I'll do something else that will ground me again to get me back and usually advocating for parenting and mental illness is what usually grounds me back because it reminds me that I'm not alone I know there's other people out there that need my help and if I'm learning from this then I know they can definitely learn from this as well plus I'm healing myself by giving others advice as well and it's imperative to heal like it is very imperative to heal we cannot keep walking around as open wounds we already have to deal with a lot like dealing with mental illness is already a lot it's already like a whole bunch of pressure on your shoulders so we gotta work towards a healing process me personally yeah i do take medication does it work no I still smoke my Mary Jane all the time. Mary Jane works for my chronic pain and it works for mental illness. I don't have any right now, so my chronic pain is at a thousand and my mental illness is at a thousand, which is why TikTok just took me over the moon. Normally, I wouldn't have allowed TikTok to take me over the moon, but I have no Mary Jane. And yeah, so yeah. That's why when I ended the live with the second person who was about to make me mad, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with TikTok. <laughs> Should have never gotten on there knowing I had no Mary Jane. And yeah, and I'm already having my chronic pain at a thousand. That's why I'm in bed today because I can't take it. I'm in too much pain. But she has come to me and pointed them out because she has learned a couple of my triggers just like doing this advocating and doing this has helped me to also learn a couple of her triggers and it's, it's actually helped us to look at each other a little bit more different like it's it's helped my family communicate a little bit better as well um my son at first we didn't think he was going to want to pay no mind to this he's actually gotten a little bit interested too um and advocating as well because like we say most people don't care about us they don't care if we get good health care they don't care if we have our doctors that care about us they don't care if if we get treated with respect we're just another oh crazy person to them oh there goes another crazy person oh don't pay them no mind there goes another crazy person And it shouldn't be that way. It really honestly should not be that way. Because at the end of the day, we're human. We're definitely human. We're human like everybody else. We just go through our things and our emotions are deeper than anybody else's emotions. We get hurt quicker. We get hurt easier. And no one seems to understand that. And that's what makes it even harder. Hence why I have to advocate. Like, I can't just sit here going through what I'm going through and not advocating for what I know doesn't have anyone really out there like that advocating for it. Yeah, you'll have doctors when you Google. Yeah, you'll have, like, you know, a YouTube channel that may have had, like, one or two videos on, you know, being a child. You guys! child that um would had a parent that had mental illness is he really crying right now 
I'm giving it to you. I'm sorry, but he's having a full-blown meltdown out there like a three-year-old, and I'm not understanding why, and that's one thing I will not tolerate, a full 13-year-old having a meltdown like a three-year-old. Dude, you know what? I'm not gonna lose it. I'm not gonna lose it. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill because I'm already triggered. I'm not gonna lose it. I'm not gonna lose it. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna breathe. I'm gonna breathe. I'm gonna breathe. I'm gonna breathe. I'm already in pain. I'm already in pain. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna hoosa. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working because I really just wanna go whip his head off. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna breathe. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna hoosa. I'm a chill. I'm a hussar. It's not working. Mm. <sighs> See, this is another reason why I don't do none of these things, these lives. It's another reason why I don't do these lives. Because it's not like I can't stop and it just. I can't just, you know, blankly just stop. Like, I normally do and then just post what I have because I'm on a live. I gotta keep going. Whatever. It is what it is. Anyways, he took me off my zen. He just messed me all up because he was over there having a whole meltdown. He is 13 year old having a whole three year old meltdown. And my three year old don't even have meltdowns like that unless you tell her no for something and even then she chills them out. Like, that makes no sense. You're 13, bro. You have chores. The only chore this boy has is to take the dog out and take the garbage out. That's all. Because he has proven that you can't count on him. Ah, my legs, my legs. You can't count on him to do anything else. Because when you do ask him to do something else, it's like... He has a full-blown meltdown, and I be ready. Listen, God forgive me. I know God blessed me with three beautiful angels. But I think he kind of forgot when he gave him his attitude, how mine is. Because out of my three kids, the one that will really get me out of character and ready to go out blows with him, like he a grown adult, is my son. It's my son. My son will be the one to really take me in. Like, he'll be the one to really make me, like, lose my casket. He'll be the one to, I'm telling you, there's been times I'd be like, yo, you think you, you grown? You think because I'm ending up in a wheelchair that I will not get up and box you? I'm like, if I ever got to pick between losing you to jail or six feet under, if anybody going to take bro, it's going to be me. And if I got to use my last little bit of legs and I have to do it, bro, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because if I almost died bringing you into this world, and I'm almost died taking you out of this world. Like, yo, I'm saying, I almost died bringing that boy into this world. Then I'm almost died taking that boy out of this world. But I'll be damned if I'm going to lose him to the streets or to anybody else. Especially after everything I done been through to get him this far. It was not an easy walk in the park. That boy used to tear up classrooms at the age of freaking one and a half. What you mean, no lies? Donald went to school at the age of three. Yeah, three. At the age of three, Donald was already tearing up classrooms. After the, no, he wasn't the one getting the cops called to him. It was Biba. 
God, I never got the cops called on him. Bib, I did. But at the age of three, he was already tearing up classrooms. He was already, like, wild out completely. I had him already in special ed preschool. I had him in Head Start. I had him in therapy. He was on medication. Like, that boy did not give me an easy road. So, I'm not about to lose that boy to nothing or nobody because I've fought 13 years to get that boy where he at now. And I'll be darned if I lose that boy to anything. And he my only son. Nah. Uh-uh. I'll be damned. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I don't give a damn if I ain't got no legs at that point. I don't care if my legs don't work completely at that point. I'll be damned. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I'll be completely dead. They'll be the last day for whoever. Because it ain't going to be the last day for his behind. But that's what I'm talking about parenting and triggers. Right now, if I want to say something. Again, I'm on live. Respect it, please. Thank you. You're arguing with a three-year-old and you're 13. Lyrical Angel Tucson. Are you serious right now? You're picking an argument with your brother. See, I should have been off this live. This is what I get for still being on the podcast live. I want to stay only for an hour. I finally wouldn't be going through this madness right now. But I have no adults to talk to right now. And my mind is not in no good headspace. So I stayed on here. Because I needed to get myself into a better headspace. I count on y'all to keep me sane. Plus, again, I never know who I'm helping with my story. Nobody speaks to me, but the few that I have reached out to me tell me that I have been able to help them. They do know that they're not alone. So I keep on pushing. It's only been like three people, but I keep on pushing. I keep on pushing because three is better than none. And then three lives matter too. Right, Koa? Right, my baby. Right, Koa. Right, my Koa. Right, my Taki. Huh? Them three lives matter. Don't they, baby? They matter. Yes, they do. They matter. But, um, I guess I got nothing else to say. I don't talk to y'all ears to death. Y'all probably like, if this chick don't shut up already. But, um, yeah. I mean, I got stories for days. I could sit here for hours and talk to myself because that's what I feel like I'm doing right now. But yeah, parenting and triggering. But I'm telling you, y'all can't parent while y'all trigger. Y'all gonna mess up y'all kid. I don't want nobody's kid to be messed up like me. And I'm completely messed up. Like, I got some serious trust issues. I have some serious trust issues. And that all came from the person that birthed me. I mean, I got some serious trust issues, but there's nothing I can do about that. I don't, I don't trust nobody, nobody at all. Like nobody, some serious trust issues. But anyways, that was it for me, y'all. I'm ending it here. I've been on here way too long. I'm gonna give y'all an earful. I hope it helps y'all out. Um. May today be a blessed day for y'all. And remember, make it count. Oh, is that KT? Oh, Snap Podcast? I got KT with me. But I gotta go because I'm gonna give KT 
It was nice talking, y'all. I got another adult I can talk to. Don't forget to make today count. For tomorrow, I promise to nobody. Make it be blessed, y'all. I holla. Later.